himself. <laughs> Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Oh, oh, hey, Shabbat Shalom. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another week. I've never seen any of this. Uh, we're deep, deep in the, the trenches of quarantine. We are. But we're here to bring you a little bit of light with uh, with our picks of what to watch. My name's Andy. I'm Sammy. I'm TJ. And I'm Raymond. And, uh, boys, how how we holding up? It doesn't I'm, feel like surviving? it's yeah, ever going right. to end. <laughs> it's never yeah. going to end. Thriving? No, no it's not. Surviving. And the sooner that everybody accepts that, the happier that we will be. It's yeah. fine. I, for one, we... accept our robot overlords. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait Every for day it. brings a new batch of horrors, and we just learn to deal with that in our own ways every day. I will say that, uh, shout out to my great-grandma Mabel. She's at 100 today. Shout we out to Shouts Mabel. Out. We, we, Shouts we, we, out. We went, Mabel. We went and waved at her, and oh, I, oh. we just thought about it, when we were like, she's made, made it through two pandemics because she was alive during the Spanish flu. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she was no, alive uh, for two world wars. <laughs> like, yeah. And she's, she's fine, so I feel like yeah. I can make it. I can do it. She's she's right. Yeah, that's some good it. genetic material that you got for your for your foundation. Yeah. My my great grandmother just had her ninetieth birthday. Wow. And Sweet. so I got to call her, and uh, it, she's doing she's doing all right. Great. Some friends Thanks. came came and like left offerings of pizza and birthday cake and stuff <laughs> at her place. It was she really was cute. It was really standing there, she was saying hi to everybody, recognized people. I was like, if I could even just be standing at a hundred, I mean, man. That's that's yeah. batting a thousand for being a hundred, really. Yeah. It was yeah. wild. <laughs> God. Yeah, She's a real you. one. Yeah, good for you. So we can make it if she can. Right. That bodes well. Just don't start smoking cigarettes. Right. <laughs> that's the killer. Yeah. Uh and you might end up, you know, having a having a bad x-ray from your fucking doctor like this goddamn stupid fucking not stupid movie but it was very depressing movie that i picked it, uh-huh. it was, a, it was happy. i i'm yeah. not saying stupid movie i'm saying stupid decision on my part for unwittingly picking one of the saddest movies i've watched in a long time you know i said that, that i right? had a very very shitty day <laughs> hey I pointed out before we started recording, at least you didn't go with your first pick, which was Babel, which I feel like may have which, been worse, because at least worse. this one's a dark comedy. Yeah, right. there was at no least some funny moments in this. In Babel. Oh, boy. Did you, uh, TJ was saying you watched it, Raymond. What? Yeah, I saw it as part of a film class. Oh, and, okay. uh, <laughs> I, oh, I, I thought you, like, re-watched it for this, and I was like, oh, God, you poor bastard. No. <laughs> I, uh, no, I'd seen it in film class and it was like there's there was probably like i would have watched it anyway but on my own time i had no interest in watching mm-hmm. it myself uh at that current time i think that was like five six years ago and uh you could collectively feel the uh agony of the like 40 people in the class as we got through that movie it the is big oof it is oh boy. um i was describing it to my girlfriend as a miserable time wow <laughs> that's, See, uh, that's I at least uh, heard of that movie. I had never heard of the movie that we watched today. TJ, what movie was it? it a Serious Man. Oh, wow. And uh, it was part of the uh, Coen Brothers uh, portfolio that I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. Me so neither. I was happy about that. And and I I guess I could have anticipated something because it's <laughs> not everything is like the fucking Big Lebowski and uh-huh. just like a good time. Right. You know, like not everything yeah. can be like white Russians and nihilists, you know, like <laughs> they, they deal with real shit. <laughs> and, this is like, you know, if, uh, if it was Fargo, but only the William H. Macy scenes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just, a, just a put upon man. Uh-huh. And like, and, it, it, oh boy. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it definitely fits in the Coen Brothers filmography, but mm-hmm. this felt like the the darker of their uh, repertoire of dark comedies. Uh-huh. This is like it's towards the, the darker end. Yeah. Did you guys watch, because I know it was nominated, but I never watched it with the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Did you yeah, even? I did. Yes. I really enjoyed, I enjoyed that. It. And that's also one where, again, that's kind of like heads and tails, like funny, pleasant things, and then also yeah. like deeply fucking sad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's one in there that's like halfway through that's got liam neeson in it in ballad of buster oh, scruggs yeah and that yes. one's yeah. that one's nothing but misery oh. the wingless thrush yes that, that it's, one's it's a movie though isn't it or is it but the ballad of buster scruggs yeah yeah it's yeah, an so anthology it's, it's, it's like sort of like little stories all oh put together. okay that's right okay. yeah, yeah. they're like 15 the one... to 20 minute bits 
The one with uh, Tom Waits is really good. Yes, that one's, that one's really good. The first one is, is incredibly good, and the, the second one's also incredibly good. James then, Franco. Yeah, the James Franco yeah. one. That's good just for the memes alone, but it's also <laughs> fun. Him and Steven Root. <laughs> Steven Root is very good. Uh-huh. I just feel um, bad for the main actor for A Serious Man because the first time I ever saw him in a movie was Men in Black 3. Oh, so that's yeah. all oh, I can uh, think uh, Michael of. Stuhlbarg. Yeah, that's yeah. all he's I can the best, think. He's the, he's best, the best part, part of Men in Black. Men in Black, for sure. But that's all I can think of when I see him. I'm like, oh, that's oh, funny. Yeah. No, the I know him from... from I know him from Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. He plays oh, yeah. Arnold, mm-hmm. Arnold Rothstein, and he's, he's fucking awesome in, in that <laughs> he show. He was in, I believe, uh, season one or two of Fargo, playing a character named Psy. Oh, funny. And so in this oh, movie, when he yeah. kept talking about Psy, I was kind of like, oh, well, there's a, lots of connections there. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. Psy Alberman? Uh-huh. Yeah, the the main people that I had recognized were him, uh, Richard Kind, of course, yes, uh, and um, and Fred Melman. Doing God's work in this movie. Oh I, boy, I might, I might add. Well, then oh, the boy. second rabbi was Fred... the, the dude from Spaceballs, the Colonel from Spaceballs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Oh, and uh, and what the 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 junior rabbi is from fucking Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah. Wallowitz yep. from Big Bang Theory. Uh huh. He is so funny in Bazinga. like all the. He's so funny in all the things that he's in that's not Art. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, he was like Maybe. an early like Joss Whedon guy. So when he did, um, when they had the writer strike, he was part of the, the oh Doctor Horrible sing along. Doctor Horrible. He, yeah, he's got a mm-hmm. bit in that that's really funny. He's in the informant, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, it's literally just Big Bang Theory. Have any of you guys watched uh, Lady Dynamite? No. Uh-uh. No. You do oh. reference it a lot. Yes, and uh, and so uh, Fred Melamed plays. Uh, so he's the one that played um, uh, Cy Abelman. Cy. Oh, uh-huh. uh, he uh, he is Maria Bamford's uh, agent in uh, Lady Dynamite, and he's just like completely cartoonish. Uh-huh. And so like seeing him in this, like I know like how rubbery he can be, and his performance in it is like one of my absolute fucking favorites. Mm-hmm. It's like like how everything has a breath in between uh-huh. everything. That he says. <laughs> now, look. He's a serious man. Larry, Larry, it's going to be fine. <laughs> gives him a long hug. Oh boy, I'd be, I, I'd feel uncomfortable if you didn't take it. <laughs> Let <laughs> him breathe. <laughs> Ten minutes. When, when they're meeting at the fucking restaurant, mm-hmm. and they keep referencing the name of what, what's it called, like embers or whatever. Yeah. It's just uh, like, yeah. I, I, we would never deign to disgrace embers with, <laughs> with a discussion with about, legal talk. With <laughs> legal talk, of course. No, embers is a sacred, sacred space. <laughs> and, but when like he starts doing the counting thing, and she's immediately on board, like uh-huh. looking off, like counting with him. Yep. she's such an asshole in this book like i i feel like so bad for him because his family's so awful (laughs) but i thought this is actually a different movie i uh i was thinking of like a uh like a a bill skarsgård movie that had Mm -hmm. a different title that's very similar Yes. Uh, because a serious man has been confused for a most wanted man, which has been confused for this other film, which I can't name at the top of my head. So I had a very different idea yes. of what this fucking movie is about. Because <laughs> yeah. there was a poster for it in uh, in the film department. Um, do you remember? It was the one where he's like holding the, like a, he's like a mugshot or whatever, the Scars card? Yeah. Yeah, so whatever that fucking movie was is what I thought we were watching, but I oh. was completely blindsided by, uh, uh, you know, the Coen Brothers version of a Catholic film. Uh, <laughs> you know. Wait, I did watch the Scarlet oh, one. You guys did watch? Um... Oh shit! <laughs> oh, I don't know. I do thought you know I what found I'm talk- it. I, anyway, I do. I've also it's... seen that movie. <laughs> I cannot find it right now. <laughs> but anyway, but I I liked uh, especially like the the precedent that it kind of establishes with that little vignette at the beginning, which mm-hmm. I guess is like it's not like supposed to be like a whole scenario where like no. that is the the great 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 grandfather of no. this guy and that's why they're in misery or anything but mm-hmm. um it was just supposed to like set the mood for the whole thing which i just was I like liked. oh is this gonna have like ghouls in it like what is, <laughs> what is this setting up for like ghosts and ghouls are you are you, are you fucking dibbick <laughs> well yeah he stabs him and then it's like a good while before blood shows up i'm like oh is he is he <laughs> Well, and the fact that, like, he was probably a Dybbuk, like, is the least of concern because he's just like, ah, 
ah, we're ruined. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> yeah. going to hear about we stabbed this guy. Right? Yeah, the and... ghost isn't the problem. Right, no. <laughs> so, like, and that ends up kind of being allegorical for Larry's journey through this uh-huh. whole thing is, you know, like, that's that's not the problem. It's like, uh, so I've, I've, I was reading a little bit about it, and so, like, when he's having the the conversation with the Columbia Records representative, like, I don't want Abraxas. I don't want Santana Abraxas. <laughs> I haven't and, listened to it. I didn't but, do anything. Well, and uh, Abraxas is a Gnostic word. So, like, Gnostic Christians were, like, a like a subsect of, you know, early Christianity. And so Abraxas mm-hmm. is, a, like, a word for God. And so it's, like, an allegory, I guess, like, for his continual rejection of of faith that's the, sure. like the, the problems that he keeps dealing with what what i kind of read into was the how many times he says i didn't do anything and mm-hmm. arthur says i didn't do anything and i think like the overall theme is like that's that's the point that's why he's being punished it's like he's so obsessed about like i didn't do anything he doesn't do anything his in his inability to take responsibility or like figure out what's going on is gonna ultimately or to be act, his yeah downfall. to act or like yeah just step up and like say mm-hmm. something like yeah the whole that's what was so tough with like the with Sai coming in and he's like say something to him like stand up for yourself do something that just but made at the it even same harder time... for him to go up with this stuff because he like just doesn't I was just, I, I, that's what I was expecting to happen was that at some point he would like step Lose up or shit. Uh-huh. either step up or snap was what uh-huh. i was expecting like well that's the thing is that he he deals in reality like abject reality that's his whole livelihood is physics which mm-hmm. is like trying to put reality into math and mm-hmm. so when there are things that completely challenge his his reality or like just go against like abject tacitly understood like the the south korean student and his dad are perfect examples of where it's just a it's just an immovable object and an unstoppable force meeting each other over and over again going like well that is all based on perspective isn't it maybe (laughs) embrace the mystery mystery. and he's just like what the fuck and they just leave and he's just like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) which is like reminds me very much of like what i would do in that Uh situation like you can't just leave hey you can't what we He's he's gone. Okay, okay. <laughs> he just left the fucking place. You know, it's just so over and over again. He doesn't know what to do when people either uh, like are experiencing a reality other than his, or when he's asked to either put faith or put stock or accept something uh, like a change to that reality. Yeah, and whether it be every- his marriage or physics or any other part of his life. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And every single time that we see him actually like take action and do something, it ends up being a dream. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, dreams really kick up later in the movie of like, oh, he's actually uh-huh. doing something. And it's like, nope. It was nope. It's like him sending, oh, he's uh, sleeping with the- sending Arthur to Canada and he gets <laughs> shot. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. that <laughs> There's another Jew, son. <laughs> God. One of, the f- one of the funniest. It- it's so dark, but I also <laughs> think it's like. It's the funniest part when uh, fucking Richard Kind is just paddling away. He just turns around and goes, bye, and then gets shot in the head. I was like, oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, right before See, that, that, when he's running, That's a master filmmaker. If you can make someone getting shot in the head fucking funny. Hey, that's really what means you're good at making movie. movies. That's the only, they, you should go to film school, and they should be lesson one and lesson zero. Like, these are the bookends of the lessons I will teach you. Teach you to make getting someone shot in the face funny. And, then, then, then <laughs> and you made it. Step one, do that. Step two, profit. Like, that's, 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 that should be film school in a nutshell. <laughs> Oh yeah. man, I love the. I also love the scene of his son when he's high as hell trying to do oh, that yeah. ceremony. Oh, read the, <laughs> I read the Torah. That's the best representation of someone being high that I've seen uh-huh. in a while. Of how like everything's out of focus except for him, and like I thought that was really well shot. But mm-hmm. it was also very funny when it pans over to his friend, and his friend's just it's like, just, yeah, <laughs> off his ass. <laughs> he's so funny. Give me that you're, fucker every you're time. Goddamn. <laughs> You're goddamn right this movie is well shot because it's Roger fucking Deacons and we respect oh. a legend in this house. Mm-hmm. Sure do. In this house, Chef's we respect kiss. Deeks. Is, yeah. We get old Daddy Deeks. Daddy Deeks. Uh, Daddy Deeks. One of the Does he do all the Coen I... Brothers stuff? Or is he... Pretty much. Uh, yes. I think, he, I think he has other than like a couple one-offs here and there. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. One of the scenes that I, I really liked was the... Um, his dream sequence where he's sleeping with the neighbor and then the the uh 
Sai is standing over him and like the coffin starts coming down on oh, top yeah. of her. Yeah. It's just such a good transition. Well, and just the still from the trailer is just like Sai smashing his face on the chalkboard. And I was like, when the fuck is this shit happening? When is this <laughs> going happen? Right. And so like, uh, I think that maybe was put in mind with the part where it looks like they're going to be kind of meeting on the road. Uh-huh. Which is like, is there going to be some kind of confrontation here where it's uh-huh. like, right. really eventually and you it takes almost back. believe that the car crash is like, he the was same. the reason for the, yeah, the uh-huh. same car crash, right? But then he's like, it just mm-hmm. happened at the same time. I think that is a, that's a theme in like almost every single Coen Brothers movies because mm-hmm. like they themselves are uh, professed nihilists. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of the t- the viewpoints of their movie is like, stop looking for meaning in life because there is no meaning in life. Right. Basically. So I had and, to. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, and in all their movies, that's kind of the that's uh, uh, overrunning point. And I know a lot of people mistake that for or misinterpret that as like what it, this movie doesn't mean anything and it's like mm. well that's kind of that's what they're trying to say see that like, i had the exact same thought when the movie ended i was like i i feel like it didn't so then i was like maybe it's something like oh brother where art mm-hmm. that where it's like referencing the odyssey so i was like maybe because it ends with a tornado and i was like this has to be some kind of reference to something well, and I, didn't, uh, I didn't find anything it's but. kind of like the, the book of job <laughs> the bible yeah. well, the whole, the whole, <laughs> i think the message isn't you know uh, it, it's find find comfort whether that means believing mm-hmm. or not believing in something you right. know like the goy's teeth I means the, the whole <laughs> that was so interesting whole, that was also really well thing, shot that whole scene well the whole thing like it didn't matter what he said mm-hmm. like you know it doesn't doesn't matter what the rabbi says to him because at a certain mm-hmm. point he can go to sleep and he's happy and he talks to his wife again and he can eat and he's happy at work right. and mm-hmm. what at whatever conclusion he drew he drew a conclusion right. and that's what you need to do <laughs> because the longer you keep just like wallowing in the mire about this kind of shit the longer you're gonna be there mm-hmm. you know and you know and there's th- it's not yeah. gonna be like some great epiphany and then all of a sudden it's a wonderful life and and you, like an angel gets its wings and then mm-hmm. you're all fucking hunky-dory and the right. bank's got money again you know <laughs> like that's that's not how it fucking works where yeah your son you know somehow manages to muster the brain cells to read in hebrew <laughs> for five minutes and then you know those x-ray results aren't gonna magically change because of that and mm-hmm. tornadoes aren't gonna stop magically forming because of that little magic moment you know right. just because you get tenure doesn't mean that tornadoes don't form Right. You know, so there's like a, a very human tendency to, you know, correlate things Find in our personal lives with other is. external meaning. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, I actually forgot that I had a, sub- a quarterly subscription to Great Courses Plus. Uh, oh. <laughs> so I've been doing that again. And so, you know, like uh, the Romans would read omens and a lot of it would be like chickens where they would, would like spread grain on the ground and if the chickens wouldn't eat, then it was a bad day to fight. And so, you know what? They found logic in that and then logic in that they found solace. And that's what you need to, that's, that's the message of the fucking movie is like find it somewhere. Because even if, if he had talked to the fucking old man, the old man had very little <laughs> helpful shit to say. Yeah, he, You yeah. know, because his his whole pursuit of, of, of Hashem or whatever is is vapid it's trying to just solve these immediate problems in his life instead of going like you know i want to try and find peace and happiness within myself he goes fix my divorce you know which is not how god works Mm -hmm. and so it's supposed to be kind of making a point about the pursuit of spirituality shouldn't be for like objective a b and c like you're playing fucking skyrim he's being a good jewish boy Exactly, and that then that's gonna the give answer. you like a free this ticket. The yeah, there's been a lot of good Jewish boys that have gotten shit on on in their fucking life because that's how life works. Mm-hmm. And so the the fact that he isn't seeing the forest for the fucking trees, you know, that's you know the, the you know I was all amped up going like, oh man, this is gonna be like the best scene in the movie. This is probably gonna be like the best dialogue. And all he does is quote a fucking Jefferson airplane song yep. and then rattle <laughs> off the members' names and then acts like that's gonna be a good enough thing and go like, all right, be a good boy and then like all right that's it that's good you know like that's talking about the same thing like he wouldn't have got much better than that if he would have gone and talked to the old man right you know the, the old man's just gonna give you that because he can barely remember what he had for breakfast <laughs> I, so was our interpretation supposed to be that Sai was writing the bad letters about him 
Because she I, makes I a reference so. like Cy yeah. was writing letters to the no no he the, he wrote a letter to the tenure department yeah, recommending the position. Well, that's what good she was, oh, that's okay. what she said. But I was like, oh, are you supposed to assume that he was the one that was writing? Because they were I I, no, I mean they don't go I, into that. But I was just wondering what you guys thought because I was like, well, it could be that he was the one that was writing the anonymous letters. I think that Cy has such little consideration for his actual feelings and is more interested in just the decorum of the thing. Uh-huh. He wants to like yeah. make sure that everything is done in the right order and the right process yes. and everybody's very cool and calm about <laughs> it. You know, like he doesn't give enough of a shit to go like, and I'm going to make sure that rat fuck doesn't get tenure. <laughs> you know, like, right. like, and it almost bar- probably would help him more if he's like, hey, you got tenure, let's do mm-hmm. a git. I if also anything, love that. that would jeopardize your, your current tenure at the Jolly Roger. Every, every time he <laughs> mentioned a git, they were like, what? <laughs> a what? Oh. And then lo- I love the lawyer was like, well, that's not legal. Or, or he's like, that's not something I deal with. Like immediately because yeah. he's like, I don't understand. No, I don't, I don't deal with that. <laughs> well, and it's funny because um, Tuckman Marsh, uh, the, um, the lawyer firm that she ends up uh, getting to represent her is in uh, Burn After Reading. Oh, um. <laughs> oh, that's later. So this is it was definitely a reference to this or if, or an earlier thing. <laughs> it's really funny. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one. That'll be one we have to watch. Oh, oh that's a what? that's a fun one. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I've heard it's good. That one's There's great. Andy and I watched it together one day just cuz. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> Brad Brad Pitt's great in that fucking movie. Is that also well, Coen uh, Brothers? Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Very yeah, you'll get ten same. minutes into it and figure that out. <laughs> Yeah, very much the same shit is just happening, and then everyone's just like, well, explain to me when you figure out what the fuck it all means. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah, I think that's a common misconception, and the Coen brothers know this, that, like, people just think that nihilists don't believe in anything, and that's mm-hmm. not really the point. The, the They're like, stop believing in things just for the comfort. Like, you're not asking the right questions. You don't uh-huh. need to be asking mm-hmm. God to answer everything maybe you should be asking how to make it better for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why I think the nihilists in the big Lebowski are so funny Mm -hmm. because it's, it's like uh, the misconceptions of what they are. They're skewering themselves. Kind of. Exactly. That's, that's a movie that I've also definitely seen all of. Wow. You're kidding me. (laughs) Sam started it once in Andy's and we didn't finish it. I don't know why we didn't watch all of it. So it's Andy's fault. The rug really <sighs> makes the room. That's a really <laughs> fucking great rug, man. <laughs> the, um, um, I was... Uh, I will just say that I found myself in a position one time where I was perhaps leading a class of college students, and perhaps mayhaps. I read... Mayhaps read an essay that uh, somebody wrote on the Coen brothers that completely misunderstood their point. Oh. <laughs> And I think that's a common thing. Uh, I read an entire essay. Maybe it was when I was teaching. Maybe it was somewhere else. But the entire assertion of the essay is that the uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou doesn't mean anything. Oh. And that's it. <laughs> so I feel like that's a, a common problem that people that's have. A, that's, a, that's a hot take there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you seen something the... that is pretty, pretty patently an allegory? Right. Yeah. Like that's the one. I mean, when we read it in high yes. school, we watched yeah. the movie. Yeah. Like, that's and the I movie felt we like watched when we... I felt the like best maybe version. Yeah. Exactly. I felt like this individual probably found an essay talking about the Coen Brothers nihilism mm-hmm. and then attributed it to that. Right. It didn't work. Sure. It, uh, <laughs> the essay didn't didn't work, you guys. Like, there's other but, movies uh, you could pick that could maybe support that. Yeah. That's the one movie to not pick. <laughs> well, and, like, uh, I, I really enjoy that the, the most direct depiction of nihilism in the Coen Brothers films is, like, a caricature of it, of, like, the cartoon of what people think nihilists are like. Mm-hmm. They're like mm-hmm. Germans that believe in nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but love Lindenberry pancakes. Cut off your Johnson, yes. Yeah, stomp it and scavush it. <laughs> Andy, did you ever end up seeing Inside Lewin Davis? Because I know that was one you uh, wanted to watch. I own it, but I have not watched it, no. That's what I, thought. I have not yeah. seen it. Me either. Maybe that can That's that can be a part Oscar. of the like the social distancing backyard film fest. Oh, could be. I feel we like if it's a backyard film fest, can we want something that maybe is a little more cheery? Because I feel like that movie nope. is also not happy. Oh. I was going to say, oh. yeah, I don't think it is happy. <laughs> no, we want to bring down the neighborhood. I want the opposite of a block party. I want Come you all over. to like, run inside for your, and start clutching for your fucking Zoloft bottles. <laughs> oh, we're going to watch the... uh, We're gonna watch Sallow? 
Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> of course, <laughs> it's Andy's how protector. White, he can how about spit. White God? Can we put? Yeah, oh, how about yeah, White God yeah, on the White big God. screen? You know? Yeah, let's let's yeah, a bunch of dead dogs. Yeah, that's I, fun. I subscribe to the Criterion Channel. I could make it happen. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, this uh, this movie, like a lot of Coen Brothers movie, well they. They pick and choose which ones, but uh, weirdly overlooked by the Academy in certain areas. So, like, this movie didn't win any Oscars, but it was nominated for a writing and best picture. Those are the only two this thing was nominated for, <clears throat> which are, like, odd th- odd things to be your sole nominations. And it didn't win. No. Uh, but, like, Roger Deakins wasn't nominated for cinematography. They didn't get a director nomination. You would think that Richard Kine would have gotten a nod for best supporting. For best supporting? Yeah, I would have given it to him. <laughs> I loved him in this movie. His well, little book uh, with all the stuff in it. <laughs> was, yeah. That was actually like an interesting uh, and like subtle sort of um, depiction of um, the sort of uh, anti-gay legislation mm-hmm. stuff that was still happening ah, in, the 60s. in the 60s. You know, that was. I mean, I what this was 2009, so I guess it's a year after Obama got elected, but it's still kind of before that train really got rolling in media, kind of identity politics in in there, mm-hmm. and and um and so I thought that was really interesting. Um, uh, can as far as like putting it in the context of when it came out, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, yeah, that was that was, and even the the bit where it deals with kind of like the xenophobia from the fucking <laughs> very scary neighbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, this man bothering you. And then he like slowly walks away. Like I honestly thought that Richard Kind was never gonna leave the bathroom. Oh. Like, I thought we were only just gonna hear him just say, "Just a minute, I'll be out." <laughs> That'd be very funny. Oh. The whole movie. Just one more minute. <laughs> That would have been really funny. <laughs> I honestly was like, "That's all we're getting from him." I'd still give him a nod for best supporting. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or when he's in the when he's in the water and he's like just holding the back of his neck and he's like waddling in the water. God. Oh, God. I love the, the the waddle of the secretary bringing the headmaster tea uh, <laughs> at the Hebrew school. And then like she fucking hawks a Loki. Yeah. <laughs> that happens multiple times. I was watching it with subtitles. So was and, I. Yeah. They they felt the need. <laughs> I, I can see. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what's happening. Maybe say that as a treat for the people that aren't hearing impaired. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I saw this movie when it came out. It was during a time when I, uh, spoiler alert, illegally downloaded a lot of movies. <gasps> no. <laughs> and, you uh, would never read. Gambling and gambling? <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> you're yeah, I did the old uh, the North Dakota. Never broken the law. Finally, finally, I can let up this ruse. You can put your hands behind your back. You're under arrest. This is <laughs> oh, all shit. been this is the, oh, yep. a lead up. Can I at least take uh, the cat out of my room? She can't see this. I'm Special Agent Wickwire, <laughs> and your ass is going down. Oh, no. Mr. Helton. Andy, well, I'm anyway. sure you're really hoping for this to happen, not when we're in quarantine, because you literally <laughs> are, like, nowhere near him. Shit. <laughs> Try to get me through this webcam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I yeah, I... I literally would download like the 10 most popular movies every week and would get through most of them as they became available. So I'd seen this and in 2009 and at that point I definitely like I I still I got what it was doing but I didn't really appreciate it very much. I just watched mm-hmm. it and I finished it and I was like, "Man, what a fucking bleak movie and i turned it <laughs> yeah. off i didn't think about it again until like two weeks ago <laughs> well you was... think it's gonna get all uh, like american uh-huh. beauty on you and then no no <laughs> no. no he's a weenie no and I, uh, rewatching it definitely gave me more uh, of an appreciation seeing having seen probably three or four more coen brothers movies since then that that are more in this kind of vein um you know straying away from the number one classics of their oeuvre getting to see more of of kind of what they do what they have to say in a movie that's like this and the rewatch definitely helped uh it's still not if i had to list uh, my top coen brothers movies this isn't quite in there but i yeah. do appreciate what it has what it has to offer i know it got a lot mm-hmm. of critical acclaim and like i know i know there was a quote where like someone gave it a like a five-star review it's like this is what you get after you win an oscar or something because they had just won the year before 
Mm-hmm. So for no country, I, they yeah. they have a tendency. They how they do it is they do a drama and then they do a comedy. They every switch other off year. on every yeah, single one. And it seems like in most uh, recent I have not years, seen it's been getting any of their movies. <laughs> I haven't seen oh, no country. Sammy, for you gotta <laughs> what? Wow, Jesus oh, Christ! I can't even. I'm sorry. Uh, I wish that's I could that's where going that's awesome. like, oh, you know, that is, that is more in line movies. with the, that's more in line with this movie than some of their others. <laughs> it's very much in this vein, but <laughs> less comedy, Hail more Caesar, terrifying. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Hail like, Caesar yet. Have you seen a, uh, uh, blood simple? Oh, that's one of their first uh, ones, isn't it? I think I it's think it the first one. Ah, I have seen that. Yeah. A long time and ago. That one's like really moody and cool. It almost reminds me of like thin blue line. Oh, sure. I think it's like the second Thin Blue Line reference yes. I've made in as many weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and even just maybe just the setting or whatever, mm-hmm. but and maybe the time that it was shot. But um, I forget the name of the guy. The he's in all their shit. Uh, who oh, plays the guy like that the, has the heart attack in this movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Different, a different guy. Uh, he's he plays like I think the welder uh, in uh, oh. Raising Arizona. Yes, yeah. yes, I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, he plays like that crooked PI in, uh-huh. in uh, Blood Simple, and his performance in it is awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like super early Francis McDormand as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Francis. The the guy he's who the, best. <laughs> the lawyer who has the heart attack, I believe, is um. Uh, he's Pappy O'Daniels from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Uh, uh no, no. Uh, this is a because oh. more Jewish. Are, there's no, there are no like Cohen regulars in this movie. Oh, like maybe. that's just another, that's another old Jewish actor guy. Uh-huh. That guy is because uh, the guy uh, who plays the... Pappy O'Daniels was the same guy from Blazing Saddles that was like, well, I for one am happy that my children got to experience this authentic frontier gibberish. <laughs> And oh. he's and he's the Big Lebowski. Yeah, he's in, Big Lebowski. in the Big Lebowski. So yeah, it's right. not that guy. That's just another like curmudgeonly old old Jewish actor he's, guy. Uh, <laughs> the guy that gets mad at uh, the elf's dad in Elf, when he tells oh him he's God. like, "You have a deadline or whatever," and he yells at him that he's going to lose his job if he leaves the room. That's that guy. <laughs> That's what I recognize. <laughs> Elf. I'm really, really glad that it's, we have Sammy's font of knowledge. Yes, to enrich <laughs> I pull this from podcast. The movies. <laughs> he recognizes these actors from really important things yes. like Men in Black Three, Elf, Elf, and other pillars of cinema. Hey, yes. that's a John Favreau picture. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's perfect for the whole. Apologies, season. Godfather. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just like uh, generally like uh, like I find Jewish culture really interesting, mm-hmm. and and a lot of the time, at least in a modern lens, um, it's kind of more used as fodder for like horror movies for some fucking reason. I remember one that had like Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it that was like hinged very heavily on like Jewish uh, mm-hmm. magic and demons and stuff like that. Um, but it was really interesting to kind of get a perspective like you sort of do in films like Doubt, mm. where you get a perspective of like what the Catholic life was like uh-huh. in this particular place mm-hmm. in this particular time. Uh-huh. And so, you know, you know, the 1960s suburbs and what a Jewish family is like, you know, like, all right. Yeah, it probably makes sense that a few of these shithead kids would be going and smoking joints in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Give me that and, fucker. Give me that fucker. every time, <laughs> every single scene. That, that's all that second. Just end it with fucker. Yeah, it's but... all the friend says is give me that fucker. Way up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so yeah, I thought that was a really interesting thing, especially since like in Spokane, especially there's like a synagogue, and mm-hmm. our Jewish population is is not very prominent. That's because we have Russian is... Orthodox. Yeah, uh, I mean, not. I mean, prominence not the right word. I mean, it's a per, like it's not a prevalent element in the population. Sure. Is what I mean. Sure. And um, but uh, I remember like my dad uh, when he first started teaching, like did like first grade, then second grade, then a second third combo, then a third fourth combo. So we had like the same batch of kids for like oh, four uh-huh. years in a row. And one of them was like uh, a Jewish family that lived in the valley, and so I kind of got some exposure to that early, and and got to like go and hang out at their house and stuff like that, and ask questions. And so yeah. I've always been interested in it since I was like a little feller. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was yeah interesting to yeah to see it through this particular lens. Yeah. Um, 
I also have found it interesting to see how it ekes through um, Spielberg's work. Uh, like, obviously, most notably Schindler's List, but then, like, right. the sort of old mystic elements that go in, where he finds kind of the common ground between, like, what will resonate with Christians that know the Old Testament well enough with, like, raiders uh-huh. and that kind of mm-hmm. shit. But, and then also still, like, relying very heavily on, like, old, like, esoteric Jewish shit, which is dope. <laughs> Munich. <laughs> Munich, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think that's interesting to see how that gets portrayed. And I obviously don't really know uh, personally what the Coen brothers went like, if they went to Hebrew school or not. It feels like they they sure tore a page out of life. It sure feels like life. it. Yeah. yeah. I read something because I was reading through the, like, trivia stuff that all the kids on the bus were named after kids that they were friends with when they were young. Jeez. So. <laughs> Apparently they knew a kid named cursing kid yeah because that's how he's credited on imdb which oh, really? that funny. <laughs> that's all he says I had, if i have one credit in my career i just want to be cursing kid oh yeah or best boy <laughs> or best. have well, you seen uncut gems tj i've not because that's also a interesting look into like modern um judaism it's gonna be on in, netflix in new york may 25th yeah. well i would yeah, thought like uh news. Uh, Tom Hardy's character in Peaky Blinders is really interesting, getting a, a glimpse into the Jewish mob in <laughs> the England. Mab. The mob. Yeah. The mob. <laughs> I've never watched that show. <laughs> that fucking comic that Raven sent in the group chat. The, other <laughs> <laughs> the Godfather post-rock comic. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Ghost of the Challenger. <laughs> Get out of my sight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh, any, I... any, any closing thoughts on serious man uh i'm glad that we had have these discussions as a podcast because when i finished it i was like yeah but hearing what it's, you guys had to say about it and everything yeah. that really it also really as someone who went to catholic school and had to read the bible a bunch uh my memory on it is mostly faded at this point but this is very much like uh the book of job which is in the old testament mm-hmm. and that is uh that's like the first autobiographical one or you know biographical what it's not just a like a declaration of what god has done yeah but in that mm-hmm. in that book it is like the story of job is essentially like the devil and god have a bet where it's like the devil's like oh i bet if i did bad things to job that he'd blame you and then like the whole thing it's like bad things keep happening to job and he goes god why did you do this to me and that's like the whole thing is is like not believing that you have no agency and instead you blame god for it mm. well and so, that's very funny that that's the interpretation because uh, that you uh-huh. were taught in catholic school uh-huh. because the interpretation that i heard was always as i understood it was always that uh well the the devil approaches god and says well the only reason they worship you is because you've given him all this nice shit like oh, he's got uh-huh. a nice wife and he's got a bunch of kids and he's got a big house and he's got a bunch of cows and he's got a bunch of gold uh-huh. if you took all that shit away he'd be like fuck you you piece of shit and so he's mm-hmm. just like well let's test that theory and uh-huh. so he steadily like kills his wife and then his children and all his cattle and all uh-huh. his crops die and yep. then takes everything and then he's still just like you know what god He's still my number one G. Uh-huh. And, still my boy. And, and, and then, you know, God's right. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that's good, I guess. I, I think, think that's definitely word for word what it says. And God's right. The I think end. we need so a reboot good. of the book of Job. And we're writing the screenplay right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful interpretation. If you're a... I mean, if you're looking for meaning for this movie, it's, I think that that very much like ties into it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's between that and like challenging your own faith and what agency you have Man, versus story... what you blame. Yeah. I either mean, maybe either some things in the Bible just aren't true or, <laughs> or, or hear as me unlikely, out. as unlikely as I might be, hear me out. Uh, or <laughs> people back then had some fucking fortitude because you you like take away people's ability to get objects off of the internet within three days right now and they're ready to just like go storm capital buildings you yeah. know like yeah they I mean yeah take take away your cows how would you feel if all <laughs> your cows were taken away right now your cows you know what your cows are your cows are are Barb <laughs> that's your cow now <laughs> like oh no take away barb god if god just struck barb dead right now and what the hell is this coming from you you, you still believe in me yeah am i still are we still cool 
And then you'd be like, fucking of course not, you piece of shit. Are you kidding me? No, yeah, Job's Job's a Job's a simp. And God was right. <laughs> oh no, TJ. Oh no. <laughs> A simp for God. Well, yeah, jokes see, uh, there's, for God. Well, there's the pull well, quote for our Facebook page. So actually, was really I was trying. So I was trying to do some digging on um, on Jewish culture and stuff beforehand. Um, I had a couple days off, so having the luxury of picking the movie and doing it on my timeline, I had time to kind of wiggle around or whatever. And um, and uh, I was actually referred to this app, um, and it's I was surprised at how many uh, downloads it actually has right now. Um, with it being like what it is, it's uh, it's sort of like an app that aggregates sort of like anthropological and like social, like human stuff, and and people contribute to it and in, in like real time. It's it's a really interesting thing as far as like you know if you look up like the jewish tag or whatever there's like social media posts that are currently happening from jewish people blah 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 um and um i think let's see um there's a whole bunch of different you know swaths of people on there it's really interesting it's called um tiktok oh um, and, and yeah yeah i found <laughs> yeah there's there are there is a jewish tiktok lane I uh, found out. Yeah, so it's been really interesting doing these anthropological surveys uh, on this app. It's, I it's, this. So you're it's, saying you downloaded TikTok is what you, you're saying. You downloaded TikTok? Yeah, this like And what you use it for is to look study. up hashtag Jewish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will There's never really... download TikTok, even though that argument is the best argument I've heard so far. <laughs> no, it was it was really is an awesome guy. No, wrong faith, but yeah, you know, <laughs> you got it. They're doing a choreographed dance to that. It Bob was Mr. really Music. helpful. I'm, I'm getting cued into a whole lot of stuff that I never learned before. It, this is quite. Are a, you looking at it right now? Well, I'm trying to find a specific one because I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be perfect for the pod because it really gives a nice, quick breakdown on Jewish culture. Good. Hasidic Jewish boy anthem. Hi, my name is Shmariyahu, and I am a Hasid. If you give me something other than Torah, then I'll just toss it. I don't drive a fancy sports car, even though you know I can. And if you are wondering, then yes, we drive a big old van. I celebrate all Jewish holidays, and I do it three times a day. Our Red main language is Yiddish. <laughs> Boy, they. And if you don't like Jews, then proceed with caution, or else we'll name a food after you like hamantashen. Right, I think you, uh, wow. you know, know everything you need to know about Jews now. I learned more from that than I did from the movie. <laughs> oh, TJ. That is. This is your is... Ice Nine kills. Hey, this is this is that was five thousand years of Jewish history that was compressed down to fifteen seconds, wow. and you're being incredibly ungrateful. The TJ's I know, here I'm for just the a real goy. So yeah, no. Uh, the, the, you know, if you want to do some more of that research, just uh, go ahead. And if you follow at our underscore unique underscore family, you can learn a lot about Hasidic Jewish culture oh, uh, via this awesome Thank you for educational <laughs> app, TikTok. Wow. Well, and now I want to leave. <laughs> oh. Well, that's I a thing ha- that happened. I have never shared anything so awful. <laughs> That Raven can attest attest to that. (laughs) The worst part of yours, Sammy, is that it doesn't come across in the recording. So the only thing in that episode you can hear is me being upset about it. You can hear it. I listen to it. You can hear it. (laughs) Very quietly. You being upset is definitely louder. (laughs) It's a great... It has a lot of downloads. I don't... Maybe that's why... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think it's we have our our fans really love that band, and I think that's why it has yeah. a lot more downloads mm-hmm. than our other episodes. So you're welcome, Gosh, yeah. I'm looking pretty good. <laughs> I'm looking pretty good right now because the worst thing I've ever done is bring up how Skimbleshanks busts it wide open. Oh, there got it is. <laughs> I well, can't you, believe you, you did it. You've got years of sins to make up for in your own in our own just private discussions. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> 
That's you brought like, up that. What movie was that? That you you didn't make us watch, thank God. But you brought up the one movie that was it the from Reddit? Ari Aster. Yeah, the Ari Aster movie. You told we us we had the, to talk about it off mic. You didn't do it on oh. mic, but you did. No. So oh yeah. You're safe. His short you films. Did, yes. <laughs> yeah. I guess that was off mic, so you're safe. Yeah. For now. Uh, and I do now. nothing Every, wrong. Everything Andy's <laughs> done is off mic for now. <laughs> we'll catch him. He's very careful. He works at a news station. <laughs> for you. <laughs> Uh, all right well i'm very blue on this screen now from the yeah i don't know what happened to you the outside light i thought like all the color left your face after (laughs) dr dr manhattan's right here naked in front of me whoa that old blue donger yeah just right off screen (laughs) that's he's he's tired of this He's grown tired of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason, real reason he nukes the earth. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast. No, just because TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, TJ, if if somebody wanted to follow you on TikTok, what's your your username? Uh, McMillander. um, uh, M-C-M-I-L-L-A-N-D-E-R. What about you, Andy? I don't. I don't currently have any talks up yet. Is that what they're called? I've got one. I've got. They're no, not ticks. I like. I like talks. Oh. I like saying talks. Maybe it's the yeah. length. If it's short, it's a tick. That, if it's the, long, it's a talk. The kid. The kids <laughs> call them talks. Yeah. Oh, the kids. Sorry. Yeah, you sweet. See that sweet talk I just posted. <laughs> That's how kids talk. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I just slapped that fat talk right on wow. the table. I'm taking this talk right now. That's so good. I uh, is that well, dirty? I I'm 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 talking. I'm talking at the moment. You know, not like I'm yeah, engaging and yeah. speaking with someone, right, right. but you know, I'm talking. Talk. Yeah. TJ, you're like ten years too old for that app. <laughs> no, no, you should see some of the people that are on here. They're way older than me. Yeah, and they're fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm like, TJ. I'm with you. I'm, I'm See, also Andy on gets it. Yeah, I'm starting to start. I'm starting to. I'm seeing the light a little bit. Where like I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna ever dr- make one. I'm driven to make like some guitar ones. Like okay. I think that would be kind of fun because that no, lane is like pretty that already empty. had passed because it used to be called Musically, and that was for the music stuff. It's uh, the now same it's app. TikTok. You've I missed. guess yeah. you've missed it. <laughs> you missed well, I guess the, I I can just be a DJ on Spoon. There you go. Uh, I think that's that, you know that's gonna take over for my my feet thing. I've 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 lost the joy. The, the thrill is the thrill is gone. Oh no! You look yeah. at your feet and don't think I can make money off this today. No, I just grow resentful. You know, you know, familiarity grows contempt, and when you just spend like three to eight hours of your day taking pictures and videos of your feet, yeah. you're just like I just that little piggy little did fuckers. not go to the market. It became well, you it know, became a job, and that's where it, it was well, tough, right? Yeah, well, it's the same thing. You know, like if I was stuck in a room with a Dalai Lama for three weeks straight, I'd just be like, "You goddamn fucked!" You know, like <laughs> after fucked. a certain point, you know. So, you know, I just you know, yeah, I'm just I've grown I've I've grown weary of my feet. Well. Can't plug that anymore, so I guess plug I'm your so, TikTok. I'm so glad. I'm so glad this is an actual, like, a not really a narrative that I've had to. <laughs> I'd be a richer man for it, but ah, I still have my dignity, a shred of it. For now. You just said you downloaded TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Be- oh, that was the best burn I've ever heard. <laughs> I'll I'll concede that. Part. All right. Well. If, uh, if anybody out there wants to uh, contact us and send us an email, maybe they uh, go ahead and do that and uh, send us an email at neverseenanyofthispod at gmail.com. Ooh, if I got to they... fucking lo- I gotta lock my likes if <laughs> yeah. people can. Because I've been flying under the radar right now, and I've been oh, you so just you're, not. So you're following either. things other than the Jewish tag? Yeah. Or is oh, I thought this was all for all research. Right, well, well, that's how well, it started. That's and, then I, well. and then I wanted to start honing the algorithm, and so you know, you just go like blah 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 blah. You gotta blah, teach blah. it what you want to yes. see. Yes, and it does not take long. It is. It took me maybe five minutes, and then it started showing me shit. Like if it's got fewer than five thousand likes, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna love this because <laughs> it's I, generally uh, just someone who's out of their fucking mind. God. <laughs> I think it's time to launch the official Never Seen Any of This TikTok account. Ooh, so. what? Oh, I love that. Oh, I yeah. just. Man. It would just be my cats yeah. set to well, like music. That's <laughs> all my Instagram was. was 
Do the, there's a really good uh, uh, audio meme right now that's just um, Thundercat. So if you can get like one of the like those cats walking to that, then then that's that's TikTok gold, my friend. There you go. Mm-hmm. We've got our market. Yeah, that's, that's how that's we're gonna Mr. get our clout. You, you just found Mr. Pocket. <laughs> that's how we get our podcast out there to the masses that we start a TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's we our, gotta our get, included. We got to get episodes down to less than two minutes, but we can do, we can make that happen. Yeah. I mean, if you. I mean, most of what we, we say could be whittled down to two minutes. I think. It's just an excerpt <laughs> of each of us going. I like it, that? and then yeah, you saying sell your feet pics or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll just turn our pods into shit posts for TikTok. Yep. That's not Perfect. hard. We've done it now. Joe and sip it for God. <laughs> <laughs> And if God, you want to follow I, us on a more distinct, you can't social hate media me more account, than I hate myself, Andy, Raymond. Oh You're doing God. great, Andy. Keep I'm trying. I'm doing. I'm doing my best here, you guys. Keep us on track. You can do it. Sorry. I mean, if you want to follow us on a more distinguished social media account, you can send us a tweet on Twitter to at yeah. NSAOTPod. Even yeah, more distinct. That's a thing. I did. You my can best. follow us on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook yep. is another one. We're on Facebook. Well, you know. <laughs> Leave <laughs> us a review. A... Anywhere you can. Tell us who you're simping you for. Please. Who are, you, who are you simping for? Please, let us know. <laughs> it's someone. You have. Please. It's not no one. It's someone. <laughs> Daddy can have a five-star review as a treat. <laughs> Daddy can have a five-star oh, review. No. That's right. Oh God! Oh, now right, you're TikToking. Um, oh God! That's <laughs> you know. Boy. I guess that's just where we're gonna end it for today. We fucking, so. Yeah, we we live in a society here. If Good God! A serious man. The episode. We'll, we'll be back next week with another episode. I've never seen any of this, but we will. And un- until then, I just bid you adieu and say. Bye. 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 Bye.